name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, amen. So we hear these words, love your enemy, and do good and lend, expecting nothing in return. The Lord has set the bar very high. You're also, though, described in the epistle uh, that we are to face the difficulties of Christian life in the midst of darkness, and there will be trouble there. But these beautiful words from St. Paul, the exceeding greatness of power is from God, not from us. The exceeding greatness of power is from God, not from us. We've all stepped into that place where we've tried to do it and found out that it was we should back up and turn to God and let God kind of lead us. So the bar is high. The Christian uh, calling is a great challenge. But God's mercy is great. So when I read this and kind of put this thought in my mind about God's demands are very high for us, I uh, read through the Sermon on the Mount and um, so all the beautiful things that God has kind of put in front of us uh, as challenges, as goals, calls us in the Beatitudes to be humble, to be compassionate, to be vigilant, to be merciful, to be pure in heart, to be peacemakers. He calls us to be salt and light, wise as serpents and innocent as doves. Wise as serpents, kind of negotiating, getting through uh, the difficulties of life without stumbling. And innocent as doves, loving, doing everything in love and kindness. He tells us in that sermon to forgive and to reconcile. The sweetness of the Christian virtues, beloved, is found many, many times in reconciliation and forgiveness. Think back when you've had trouble in a situation in life and then that situation somehow got resolved, got touched in a beautiful way and your heart just soars because it was laid down, it was, it was laid heavy by unforgiveness and a, a lack of reconciliation. And when that forgiveness and reconciliation comes, it lifts you. It allows you to soar. So fight for these things. Take the high road. Take the high road. Um, I, I'll share this story. I've shared it before many times, but it, it, every time I think about this, I think about this story. Uh, years and years ago, I was in an argument with uh, one of our good deacons, who's not here in this uh, community anymore, but, so you won't know who he is, which is a good thing. Uh, and we had separated, and... Um, after the argument, and then uh, I, that night, I, dis I had the words to defeat him. I had the words to win. And guess what happened? I was watering my lawn, and he was walking down the street toward my house. And I said, ah, oh, this is going to be so good. Because I had the words to just nail it. And... Um, in the back of my head, 
Well, I think actually the Lord probably hit me with a two-by-four in the back of my head and said, no, blame yourself. And I said, no, no, no. I can win. This is like a sure win. And so he came up. I said, good deacon, I want to say, forgive me. The problem that we were discussing was my, it was my fault. And he said, no, Father, it was mine. I mean, I'll never forget that. Take the high road. You can take the high road. You don't need the win. The win can be taking the blame. It can be taking the blame. If I would have just done better, this wouldn't have happened. You can at least say that. So learn to take the high road. And then the Lord says through uh, the sermon, do not judge. Don't judge people. You know, we, we discern issues in life, and we see the issues, we discern them. God gives us many times that discernment, so we'll pray for them, so our prayer will be the remedy. Our prayer will be that remedy, not our, not our critique, but our prayer will be the remedy. Love your enemy. Ooh, ah, ee. Love your neighbor is hard enough. But the Lord says, love your enemy. Don't think of the injustice that was done. Pray for them. Do good for them or on their behalf. This is the great challenge. I mean, this is, do you love God? Do you love others like God loves you? Do you love your enemy? This is the great challenge for us. Give alms. Sanctify your heart. Fast. Strengthen your will. Pray. Purify your mind. These are things God says to do. These are not options. These are things God says, do these things. Then he says, whatever life brings you, don't worry. I love you. I'm saving you. Don't worry. I love you. I'm saving you. And then if that's not enough, he says, be perfect. Even as your Father in heaven is perfect. Like, Lord, the bar, the whoa, went, went boom, 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 boom. And so we can borrow the words of the apostle when they were told that it was harder for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. They said, who can be saved? If this is the bar that's set, Lord, who can be saved? But again, it's his exceeding greatness of his power that will help us. So I was reading this from um, St. Nikolai Melaverovich. Um, it wouldn't be appropriate to have a homily here without St. Nikolai showing up once in a while, would it? <laughs> And he talks about how do we get through life by asking God to be merciful. Lord, have mercy. And he describes what mercy is. Now listen to this. Mercy is to be cleansed, to be illuminated, to be saved, to be adopted as children, to be united to God himself. So when you say, Lord, have mercy, you're saying, Lord, cleanse me. Lord, illuminate me. Lord, save me. Lord, adopt me. Lord, be with me. That's what that word is. 
And it, it can roll off our tongues just very, almost casually. But when we understand the depth of it, that's how we can do these things God set before us, by his mercy. Keep me united to you. The challenge is great, but God's mercy is greater. God's mercy is greater. So, uh, a final word of encouragement to you, because, you know, we all have these goals in life, and God has set things before us that we know we need to try to accomplish. Uh, issues with, in relationships, whatever it might be. Uh, spiritual goals, um, I need to pray more, uh, I need to get my fasting rule in order, I need to be more kindly. Whatever it is that we should uh, have those intentions, you need to have those intentions. You need to put those intentions before you. And even pray that God will help you. Make a list of those intentions and begin to ask God to help you fulfill them. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. So, um, it's important to have the intentions, to have kind of goals. Uh, Father John Bronze, I remember years ago, he said, uh, if you don't have targets, uh, you'll, uh, what was the, if you shoot at nothing, you'll hit it every time. So you need to have goals, spiritual goals, simple ones, not difficult ones. And pray that God will help you fulfill those things. But be patient. Be patient. One of the great lines in Unseen Warfare is uh, how, to, how to accomplish these spiritual goals to, uh, Patiently assimilate our good intentions. Patient assimilation of good intentions. That's what is before us, beloved. So be patient. St. James says patience is, is a perfect work for us. And it allows us to be perfect and lacking nothing. So patience in our efforts is important. And the other thing, and as I was given this by one of our beloved here in the community, Celebrate small victories. Celebrate victories. When you, when you are accomplishing a bit of what you're trying to uh, seek, celebrate it. Thank God for it. You know, sometimes we, we have this big target and we're not happy until we hit it. No, there's little things all along the way you can hit and be grateful for. So find those little victories and, be, and thank God for them. <clears throat> And then, never give up. Bishop Joseph's line one time here, Metropolitan Joseph said, how can you be saved by getting up one more time than you fall down? That's how you're saved. Just get up one more time. Yes, you're called, we are called to the high bar of Christian virtue, beloved. But always remember the exceeding greatness of the power that is from God and not from us. And remember to pray for his mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, cleanse me. Lord, illuminate me. Lord, save me. Lord, adopt me. Lord, unite me to yourself. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.